0: Hello, welcome back to the Out of Office podcast. My name is Fiona Thomas, I am your host, I am the author of the book Out of Office and I'm here today to talk to you about the next stage of my launch plan. So this is kind of a two-parter and the first part of the series (laughs) went live last week so um. don't necessarily have to listen to them in order but it might make more sense if you go back and listen to the last episode about my overall launch strategy and my kind of thinking behind it and then this week I'm going to talk specifically about Instagram. Basically if you missed the last episode I launched a writing program at the end of April called Inspire Write Repeat. I had planned to have a have the doors open for a full week. Had loads of content planned and all that stuff, and actually, the the course sold out within thirty six hours. Um, it was just as surprised as you are right now. <laughs> um, so basically, just the the kind of pre launch and the the lead up to the launch did a lot of the work for me, and it was I was very pleased to see that happen. And a lot of people asked me how I did it, so I've broken it down into these two episodes. I didn't do it alone. I had a lot of um, um, support from a couple of people who helped me get tasks done, and then also uh, did some coaching with a digital marketing coach late last year, which played into my now my kind of overall knowledge of how I should plan and execute a launch. So. I'm by no means a, an expert at this or a or a genius. I just did a lot of learning and a lot of trial and error through launching previous programs and courses as well. So seems to have all kind of come together this time. Seems to be that I kind of know what I'm doing this time round and wanted to share some of the behind the scenes with you so that hopefully you can apply it to your own launch strategy or even just how you promote your services in general. There's lots of helpful information in here that I think you'll be able to action in your own freelance business so Instagram I chose Instagram to be a core part of my marketing strategy for inspire right, repeat because I use enjoy using Instagram I'm on there every single day I use it like as a as second nature like I don't think I don't really think about like oh what am I going to what am I going to do today to promote my services? I literally just get on Instagram and do it. It feels, well, you'll know, if anyone who likes Instagram as much as I do, you'll know there's muscle memory involved when you pick up your phone. You can do it with your eyes closed. You'll literally open the app. Without even thinking about it, so I knew Instagram would be a core part of my strategy, uh, but not the whole part because I also have included uh, the podcast and email marketing, which I spoke about in the last episode. But I knew Instagram was going to be a big part of of how I sold this course because it has worked in the past, and it's it's logistically g- like or practically quite good because. It's easy to get people to kind of click the link in bio. People understand that when you say click the link in bio. They know where to go. Um, And it's also really good for conversation. So obviously I love podcasting, but it's a bit of a one-way street. Like you, you can't really talk back to me. There's no comment section. You have to go out of your way to email me or find me on Instagram to talk to me. Email marketing again. People read, but they don't always reply. I do get some replies to my emails though, so if you're one of the people who replies to my emails, thank you. I like, will always reply back as well because I just love it when people reply to my emails. So if you're sitting there wondering whether that's weird or not, it's definitely not. I love it when people reply. Um, but I know that Instagram is going to be good for actually communicating with people who are interested in the course and as- answering questions and having a back and forth and like just getting people excited. So I knew Instagram was going to be my main squeeze when it came to marketing. I am going to do another episode though about how Instagram, like what my Instagram backup plan is because a lot of people talk about how Instagram, don't put all your eggs in the Instagram basket because you don't own that. You know, Instagram could be taken away any moment. Some people get their Instagram accounts deleted. Um, So I'll do another episode about my kind of backup plan because I do know that spend a lot of time on there and if Instagram went away how effective would I be actually you know selling selling my program if I hadn't had Instagram how would it have worked so I will do another episode on that but today let's talk about how great Instagram is and how (laughs) how it's really really worked a treat to sell some places on my program so I don't normally plan this organised, I'm not normally this organised, but when I'm launching, I really, really need to have everything planned out and written down. I'm a bit of a visual planner. If you've read Out of Office, you know that I dedicate almost an entire chapter to um, kind of like a, a courtroom argument of why paper diaries are the best thing ever, why they're so much better than digital planners. I know, don't, 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 uh, don't unsubscribe because I don't like digital planners. I know people feel really passionately about digital planners um, but I'm very much a visual person and I like things on paper. I don't know why. I just do. Um. So I'm very much uh like to have things visually when I'm planning a launch because it can be easy to anyway, I spoke about this last week, the kind of mindset aspect. It can be easy to get in your own head when you're launching and when you're selling you start to think that you are annoying people you start to think oh i'm not talking about this and the- sorry i'm talking about this too much i'm being annoying um i'm just repeating myself again and again this doesn't make sense or you can um so you can go down the route of you you kind of step away because you think oh I've, I've done this too much i i'm annoying people or you can go the other way where you actually panic and start posting loads of stuff at like random times of the day or night, like nobody's buying it. I better post this, I better do a live, I better do a story, I better do like three grid posts today, like and you can go a bit crazy and, and pan post stuff without any real purpose or reason behind it. Um and that's one of the things that I got out of my um coaching time with alice benham was that once you've made the plan uh, try and stick to it and i have done that with every launch that i've that i've done so i've launched i've launched find your voice my find your voice course twice i've launched pitching to publications once and i've done inspire I repeat twice and every time i've been really good at making a plan spend a lot of time making the plan of what I'm going to post on what channel, what I'm going to say, and then stepping back and letting it sink in, and I think that's a really important thing that a lot of people eh, don't do, and it's something that I've definitely learned to do over the last year or so, is that you don't, you know, post the thing and then let people absorb it, you don't know what they're thinking, how they're feeling, you just have to let people absorb the stuff that you put out there. And they are there, like I said in the last episode. Like people are there, lurking in the background. They're watching what you're posting. they they may not be you know in your DMs or commenting on your stuff, but they are there and they're watching and they're listening. And a lot of the time, in fact, I would say out of all about the fifteen people that signed up to Inspire It Repeat, one of them is my friend. I didn't know she was going. To, I didn't even know Emily that she was going to sign up. I just didn't know until I saw her name in my inbox. Um, two or three of them were people who have been to my previous courses, and the rest of them are completely new to me. I don't know them. Didn't recognise her name. Didn't recognise their accounts. Uh, I don't think I've like really DM'd them or spoken to them. So you just don't know who's watching and who is quietly kind of waiting to buy what you're selling. So just something to bear in mind. So that's why I really like to have a clear vision of what I'm posting on each channel, um, and maybe I'll maybe I'll try and like um, post a, a picture or give you a look on Instagram somehow at my um, the spreadsheet that I had for Inspire Write, Repeat. The last few times I did it on a, a visual grid, so I had a, a big sheet of paper on my cork board and it had on the left hand side it had all the days of the week so it had like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday you know the days of the week don't know why I had to say them all <laughs> so that was the left hand column and then along the top I had all the different platforms that I was using so I had podcast, email marketing, Um, I had Instagram grid, Instagram stories, Instagram reels, Instagram live and then in each square I could write what I was posting on what day and on what channel. Now there wasn't something in every single box be that I mind, and actually I think it's quite important that there isn't something on every box. What it was about was making sure that I was covering all the topics that I wanted to cover um, on the channels that I knew they would work best so For example, I know that I want to talk about the importance of having writer friends. Where is the best place to do that? I know that um, on Instagram Grid would be a good place to do that because I could write a caption. I know that Stories would be quite a good place to talk about that. And I know that email marketing would be a good place to talk about that. Um, Podcast, not so much. Not sure I could really make a full episode out of why it's important to have writer friends so that's just one example so like i said in the last episode i did like a big brainstorm of all the content or all the topics and talking points that i wanted to cover and then i kind of plugged it into the grid and thought right where where would be best to talk about this what would make a good reel what would make a good uh, grid post and yeah like repeated them in some places because you it, you do have to repeat the same messages again and again that's something that definitely the closer you get to launch date as well is that you have to get very clear on what you're saying it's not necessarily about talking about um having writer friends or like the creative stumbling blocks of being a writer it's actually more about repeating the um the important stuff like hey like click the link in my bio to buy it or yes there's a payment plan or um we meet up every Wednesday between seven and nine like that's the more important stuff to get across closer to launch um so it's just a bit of like kind of jiggling around of what stuff do I need to say um when um what platform do I want to say it on and at what what date do I want to say it so like I said in the last episode I had kind of like a month run-up so if you look on my Instagram account I think from about the end like the 23rd or 24th of March you'll see that's when I start to post really consistently about the topic of writing. Lots of it is, is kind of targeted towards writing as opposed to just freelancing in general because I know I'm working towards launching this course. And the all the topics that I spoke about back then they were definitely more kind of like conversation starters or like just, just general topics that I knew writers would be interested in. So for example, there's one that is um, a, a laptop on bed and it's just me talking about how I write from bed a lot of the time when I'm not feeling good. There's also just a picture of me on Zoom to explain how much fun it is to meet people on Zoom and check in and talk about writing. Again, just quite general. I also posted a picture of my paper diary which is funny because I was just talking about that, talking all about um, how we all feel like we've got no time to write and I, I've highlighted, um, you can see there's highlighted blocks of time in my diary that are just like an hour or two hours long and I'm just kind of like getting across the idea that you actually don't need as much time as you think. And then there's another one which is like speaking to all the kind of negative feelings that we have around writing like self-doubt, feeling too busy and feeling like we've not got any good ideas um, and how talking to other people about those doubts can actually really help kind of brush them off and alleviate them and make you feel a bit better about moving forward. Um, So that's I guess like the kind of um, the teasing stage where I'm just like gently reminding people that I am or getting people warmed up to this topic of writing and I'm going to be talking a lot about um, how difficult it is to find time to write and all the things that put us off writing, how we worry about it and we don't actually sit down to do it even though we know it makes us feel good. And then about a week out on Instagram, I'm just talking about grid really, grid posts at the moment. Um, I get a lot more specific and i'm talking about like i have a carousel post which is four ways to build a regular writing habit so i talk about bringing a notebook and pen around with you and um, having accountability from a friend using um a guided journal Yeah, lots of stuff like that. And then I put a very clear call to action on the um, fifth slide of that carousel post and it says, Inspire, repeat, open soon, join the wait list. So moving away from that kind of general vague link to writing to then getting a bit more specific and including that call to action and there's also there's another post about um which is a screenshot of a tweet that i did which is i'm calling bs on the idea that you have to write every single day to be a writer it puts people off getting started and can make it feel like a chore just write when you can and then i write a lot about in the caption about how inspire write repeat is just about writing once a week and how that is absolutely acceptable you don't need to be doing it every single day because I just I really do feel passionate about the fact that writing every day is is really good like it's a great practice to have but you kind of have to build up to it and I think a lot of people feel like they're a failure because they don't write every single day so I just kind of use that as a way and to talk about inspire write repeat and how we we show up every week and it's very flexible you can pop in and out whenever you want you don't need to write for a full two hours. And then the closer it gets to launch day, so like three days before launch day, I just shared some screenshots of um, testimonials of people who are currently in Inspire Write Repeat just to give people, again, like moving away from that kind of vague topic into more specifics and talking really specifically about what people can use Inspire Write Repeat for because it's a... um, It's a customizable writing programme, so you can show up every week. But in the writing, in the the time slot, you can work on whatever you want. So um, some people used it to write newsletters, some people want to write a novel, some people are just doing a blog, some people are writing Instagram captions. So again, really specific examples on a slide to show people how they could use the um, programme to actually work for them. And then on my on my kind of spreadsheet with all the different topics that I'm going to cover, the only thing that I did de- that I'd filled in every single day was um stories because I don't know about you but I find like Instagram stories are kind of where I go to like vent and like check in with my audience and just kind of chat about whatever I'm up to. And um, but when I'm launching I do find I have to be a bit more strategic and have like a clear reminder about what I want to talk about. Otherwise I'll just ramble on about nonsense so I'm just looking at my spreadsheet now so from the 12th of April right up to launch day I have got a topic in my stories section every single day and I found that really really helpful so like on the 12th I have um talking about I just want to talk about perfectionism and why it holds people back from writing um I've got why why you've got to make time for writing it won't just appear out of nowhere also had an idea to look at the notes app on my phone which went down really really well because I write down all my ideas in my notes app and there was just a load of complete nonsense in there like and then also lots of like fully fleshed out um, novel ideas which were quite funny to share with people. Um, Also um, a little note to talk about mentoring and how I've paid for mentoring myself as a writer and how how I found that and um, how it's really important to invest uh, your time and um, invest money in your writing a little bit to talk about the book proposal process just loads and loads of ideas again that all came from that initial brainstorming phase and I could chop and change it like as, as the weeks went on as I was um showing up on social media some days I didn't talk about that some days I thought about uh, something else had come to mind or I'd maybe had a conversation with someone in my DMs that I thought well oh, actually what they've asked a lot of people are probably wondering as well so for example somebody asked me how much how much support do we get and is by repeat how much contact do we get with you so I thought that's that's a really good point I probably haven't really spoken about that so then the next day I spoke about that on stories so you can still chop and change it as the launch period goes on um, but I found just having it all planned out on a spreadsheet was really helpful but you don't have to do it on a spreadsheet, you could do it on pen and paper I, I did that before and I actually might go back to that again and what I did was I bought these, Um, I love, I love a bit of stationery and I bought uh, these post-it notes, they're like post-it notes but they're little tabs so like thin and they're kind of like a little arrow shape and it had lots of different colours. And it meant they were small enough that I could just write a topic on it and then stick that in a box. And I could also jiggle things around so it wasn't permanent. Like, that's the thing I don't like about um, pen and paper is that it's, it feels kind of permanent and then messy if you have to score things out. Whereas these little post-its means that I could move things around and say, actually, I want to talk about this on Tuesday or and move it around until it, it felt like it all looked like everything was in place. Then um, also I had some Instagram lives planned but a lot of them were planned for launch week and then we sold out so quickly that I actually didn't need to do them. So I actually only did one Instagram live and that was with Lorna Scully who I spoke about in the last episode and we spoke about email marketing. Again, my idea behind that was not to just talk about here's the course, here's what you'll get from it, here's how much fun it's going to be. I actually just wanted to introduce people to the idea that email marketing could be one of the things that they use the programme for. So if they wanted to show up every week and use it to start building their email list, then they could do that. Um, but I just wanted, to I guess, like do a bit of a preamble to that and explain to people why email marketing is quite fun for writers. And it's something that I've definitely fallen back in love with again uh, and started to enjoy so I might do another episode fully on um how I fell back in love with email marketing because it's something that I do really look forward to doing now and six months ago it just was absolutely not on my radar I was like I don't want to do this I hate it Uh, and now I really enjoy it so I would definitely if you're thinking if you've got time um and you like doing live video I would definitely include instagram live in your um launch strategy just because it's another way to kind of show up in people's feeds and to just remind, it sounds a bit strange, but like just remind them that you exist. Uh, It's just, I think it's again, Alice Benham says like when you're launching, you're just showing up. You're just trying to like speak louder and more clearly when you're launching. So the more opportunities that you have to kind of show up on people's feeds, then I would say go for it. Um, and live is great because if you use Instagram, you'll know that like when somebody is live, they it bumps them right up and, you know, on that top row where you'd see people's stories, it bumps them right up to the top. So you kind of get into people's feeds kind of get priority to go into their feed don't you so live is really good if you're not comfortable doing a live on your own definitely get a guest on and do it with somebody that you trust and that you have a good rapport with in the last episode i spoke about mindset and how you um how you can bring the energy that you want to the launch and i found live is quite good for that especially when i launched inspire I repeat the first time round. i did a lot of lives with other writers And I found that was perfect because it really got across the energy that I wanted, which was that when writers come together, we all bring the best out of each other. And that's what the community is about, Inspire Write Repeat, because it um, is a community of writers and we're all in a group chat and we all kind of like egg each other on. So whichever, um, whatever um, kind of energy and what your mood is of whatever you're launching or promoting, think about that and whether a live uh, really adds to that. Just something to think about. Then, of course, we have reels. So, I didn't think so. Somebody said to me, Oh, I think, I think it was Lorna Scully actually, when I said that I'd sold out. She was like, Well done, that's really good. Um, I said, Thanks, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know how I did it. And she said, It was all those reels. And I thought to myself, I didn't feel like I really did that many reels. But then when I counted it back, I think I did nine over um, the space of three weeks, which is which is quite a lot, I suppose um because I don't, I can go maybe like a month or two months without doing any at all, so I suppose it is quite a lot um. But the reason I wanted to use reels was because, a, and at this point in time, um I'm recording this in May, twenty twenty one. At this point in time, Instagram is definitely um, pushing reels. It's definitely trying to make sure that reels get into people's feeds. Like, the the stats on reels are, are... Well, I say the stats. You don't really get a lot of insights, but you see how many views your reels get. And they definitely get a lot of views compared to lives, compared to grid posts, compared to stories. Like, there's one like some of our reels have got like over 10,000 views, which is crazy. Not to say that that automatically turns into um, people buying your offering. But I think if you are wanting to get your content seen in front of your own audience, like because they're the people who are more likely to buy, right? Because they're already following you and they're interested in you. I think using reels is a bit of a no brainer because you're almost guaranteed that you're existing audience will see are more likely to see that see your reel than see your other content because we all know sometimes instagram just chooses not to show you something that your are people you follow have posted and um, but they seem to be pushing reels at the moment so it just felt like a bit of a no-brainer of like i might as well do some reels because i i find them fun especially when i'm promoting something it feels like it feels like a nice way to promote something because it doesn't feel, I don't know, it's just got such a fun element to it it felt like I should definitely do it and then also because I knew I was going to reach a lot more people. So I hmm, don't know if you can hear that, people outside are having a, it sounds like they're having a laugh. I want to go outside and have a laugh. Um, <laughs> Sorry. The, um, so yeah, the, I guess the, I kind of look at Reels, like I said, as quite a light-hearted kind of fun aspect of Instagram so out of all the content that I brainstormed I made sure that the fun stuff was the stuff that I made into reels and also the like what we spoke about before about the pain and pleasure like I think Instagram's really good at that because or sorry reels is really good for that because there's quite often like a like a reveal within reels so you can do like a transformation of like here's how I feel when you know when the problem is right in my face and then here's how I feel when I've got the solution so that you'll see like lots of cleaning videos on reels so you'll be like before and after or not that I agree with it but like weight loss things before and after or like cooking reels where you see all the ingredients then someone clicks their fingers and then there's this delicious meal so it's quite good to do the if you've got like a pain and pleasure kind of idea of how your offering can help someone I think reels can be a nice fun way to do that so for example I had the um, idea of what it's like what how I feel writing on my own and then how I feel writing within a community so if you go into my rules page you'll see that it's um, me typing on the keyboard and like struggling to type and then it, it clicks and then I'm like having fun and the music's playing so that's just a really simple way to get across how much fun it is to take part in the course and and what the benefits are. One of the other topics I had brainstormed was um, guilt so the guilt that comes with not writing so I made that into a reel um, that just showed me like saying that I think about how guilty I feel all the time and that was really effective so yeah I had quite a few reels but they were definitely all targeted towards um the fun topics that I wanted to cover If you scroll a bit further back in my reels, you'll see that when I was launching Find Your Voice, I did a lot more information-based reels. So I did like, who is Find Your Voice for? Answered that in a reel. And then also, how does it work? And did bullet points of like, all the stuff you get in the course. I did uh, a reel for the day that the doors opened. But you'll see on them, those posts, the, the views are pretty low. Um, so, because they're they're obviously quite overtly selling. So that's not to say that they are bad. It's not to say that they didn't work because Find Your Voice sold very well as well. I think I sold 14 spots on that. Um, but uh, I think it's just something to bear in mind that your reels um, or, or your content in general, when you're directly selling, you might not get those vanity metrics that you normally get. So your views might be less, your likes might be less, your comments might be less, Um, all those statistics just might be a lot less because it's more about conveying information than actually getting people to engage. So yeah, that's how I chose to use Reels, was definitely more for the fun stuff Um, and just another way to remind people that I am a writer and that I know what it's like to struggle to write i wasn't really positioning myself as an expert because although i have published uh, two books and i'm working on a third um and i have written for a long long time and i get paid to write um i'm not i want people to feel and to know that i am just as confused <laughs> and like struggling as a writer as anybody else and wanted to get that across and just kind of yeah know that people let people know that they have support in me and I'm not this untouchable expert who's going to like critique all their work or whatever I wanted to make relatable content and I think reels is really good for that. So the closer that it came to launch time, launch day, that's when I really drilled down into making sure that I was posting a few things on the grid that were all about the practical stuff. So on the 22nd of April, which was uh, three, sorry, four days before early access, I put up a carousel post, which was the called the Lowdown on Inspire Write Repeat. Now, that got 36 likes which is obviously not very many it got um five profile visits so that's five people that were interested enough to then click through to the sales page and read it again not a lot so you can kind of see why maybe a week before I was worrying (laughs) if anybody would buy because I wasn't getting a lot of traction on that but again it's just a reminder that not everything you post is going to like set the world on fire with excitement like people are still reading and engaging from a distance so that post was like I say it had like seven slides and it's just like what's included in the program this is for you if um you're this kind of person if you fear failure if you're stumped for ideas you're constantly um struggling to write here are the details so um we meet on Wednesday nights all sessions take place on zoom and here's how much it costs, and here's when the early access opens. So a very practical post. Um, Again, not going to get a lot of likes, but the reason I posted it on the grid, my Instagram grid, as opposed to, I didn't really share any of that information on stories, because when I see people posting slides upon slides of um, practical information on their offerings like I just tend to scroll through I don't stop and read it and also stories disappear within a day so it's like I'm gonna to have to keep posting that every single day um, and I didn't want to do that so I made sure to post it on the grid so that people would be able to save it um, if they wanted or they know it's there so they can come back I do that all the time when people I know have launched something that I'm interested in and they post it on the grid I kind of like mentally make a note of it and I know that if I'm interested in buying I can go back to the grid so it's kind of like a step before going to the website you, you know you can go and find out all the information because it's all stored there um, on the main grid so I did that on the 22nd but then I also did it again on um the um, launch day on the um Twenty seventh, I did another one, which is a carousel post. Just slightly different um, graphics, different wording, but all more or less the same information so that people could click on that and scroll through and click. Um, so that one, the one that went up on launch day, actually had 67 likes and I had 23 profile clicks. Um, and also I wanted to share this. I shared it with um, my friend the other day. like in the lead up to launch day, I was getting like one click a day on the sales page, very few clicks. On launch day, I had 64 clicks. And that to me is like a huge number. I don't get a huge amount of website traffic. Um, So 64 clicks on, not on my whole website, on that specific sales page was, uh, that was a real big indicator that people were interested. So just thought that that was helpful and, and maybe worth sharing. So that so yeah I've covered um stories, reels, grid. The other thing about stories um was that in the in the kind of days before launch and then on launch days I was very much trying to like I say bring bring the energy and also let people know who are maybe thinking about buying that other people were buying and that spaces were limited so whenever somebody signed up and this is something that I've definitely poached again from Alice Benham the marketing legend is to have a board on my wall with blank spaces for all the, the slots that were available and then to write someone when people sign up to write their name and put it in that spot and then to when I do that film it and put it on my Instagram story. So. One, it lets people who have signed up feel part of the gang, lets them know that I really value them and I'm so happy to have them signed up. and also lets other people see, oh, other people are signing up, maybe I should sign up. And you can see that the spaces are getting filled up. And that I know that that definitely egged people on to book because you know every few hours I was saying, "Oh my God, that's another three slots gone, that's another two slots gone, that's another, like there's only two slots left, all that kind of stuff so it really, that definitely built up the anticipation and got people excited to buy that maybe w- would have waited a few more days to buy, they kind of, I think it kind of nudged people to buy sooner rather than later and the only other practical thing I wanted to talk about was um, the scheduling tool that I use and I use planly for Instagram. So that's got, that's um, spelled P L A N O L Y, Planoly. Planally. And I think I pay, you can get a free version, but I, I was using the free version for years and years. And the only reason I stopped was because there was a, a limited number of posts that you could schedule. I don't know if it was seven or ten or something ahead of time. And I was finding that I was using up. I needed more. So I paid for the um yeah, the paid version. And I think with that you also can schedule videos, which doesn't happen very often, but I will post you see on my grid I'll post videos that are like audio clips of the podcast. So that was really helpful. So I think that's really good value for money, what I pay, um, and I can schedule it ahead of time. That was really helpful to have everything scheduled and visually like planally, is quite good because you can see like what your grid is going to look like ahead of time just make sure that it looks good and just makes you feel accomplished when you look at it and go oh I've got like 15 posts scheduled I can kind of relax well not relax but it meant having all my grids scheduled meant that when I woke up each day when I was pre-launching I could wake up my grid post is already posted, I could look and see how it done, and then all I need to think about that day was am I going to post a reel because you can't schedule reels and am I going to um talk on stories, what am I going to talk about on stories? And a lot of the time on stories I didn't because I had my topic ready to go in my in my spreadsheet, that took away a lot of the pressure. Like I don't know if any of you feel pressured when you wake up in the morning to instantly be on Instagram stories. A lot of the time I didn't post until maybe like 11, 12 o'clock or even after lunch sometimes because I knew that the, the, the I had my topic there and I wanted to make sure that I didn't post it until I was like feeling in the right headspace. If, if you're new to this podcast, you'll not know I'm not a morning person. So for me, it was better to wait until I'd had a coffee and I was kind of a bit more awake and I'd post maybe about lunchtime and I didn't feel pressured to do it before then. So I think that covers like my whole Instagram strategy plan, launch thing. Uh, yeah, that's that's what I did to make sure that I sold, well not make sure, it was a complete surprise, <laughs> the, the result that I sold out Inspire Repeat in 36 hours. Bear in mind there's only 15 spots so it wasn't like a huge course to sell out uh, but I was very, going by past projects and past launches that I've done, it was a huge achievement for me and didn't expect it at all to have sold out so quickly. So I would definitely bookmark this episode and the last episode for the next time that you are planning a launch or are announcing new offerings. Maybe instead of, um, instead of just announcing, you know, here's my new packages, why not give it a go and actually think, well actually I'm gonna, I'm gonna create some hype, because look, nobody else is gonna hype you, you've got to hype yourself, in the words of Lucy Werner, who (laughs) has written a book called Hype Yourself, which I actually highly recommend you get, it's all about PR, but no one else is gonna hype you, so why don't you if you're launching a new one-to-one package or maybe you're doing maybe you're rebranding or you're you're launching a new product instead of just putting up one post that says oh I've got a new thing why not think about how you can maybe make that into a bigger launch strategy that lasts like 2 or 3 weeks and you might find that you get a few more sales or that you get a bit more engagement or that you even just learn a bit more about how how you like to sell personally and what what platforms work for you so i really hope that this has been helpful if it has been please come find me on instagram tag me let me know that you've enjoyed the podcast And of course, as always, you can pick up Out of Office, my book, at all good bookstores. And it's also on Audible too, if you prefer an audiobook. But until next week, I will bid you adieu. Yeah, see you soon.